This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Good afternoon. It's great to have you with us here on KGMI Connects, and we hope to hear from you. It's our open lines, open ideas. Any opinion goes program, 360-676-5464 is the phone number. The Powerball is getting closer to us. Somebody in Auburn bought the winning ticket, or someone bought the winning ticket in Auburn, I guess I should say, so... And the only two Powerball winners, apparently the jackpot winners from Washington, bought in Auburn. The other, a $9 million winner back in uh, 2014, or $90 million winner, 2014. So I guess if you're heading down that way or going past Auburn, stop by and buy a a lot of a Powerball ticket. But uh, we do want to hear from you, 360-676-5464, whatever's on your mind. We'll still discuss the balloon. And yes, um, people in charge have said that balloons did float by, or overhead, I should say, during the Trump administration. Although they say, well, not as big, and uh, not everyone in uh, government knew about it, apparently. NORAD, the, the general in charge of NORAD says that uh, they discovered this after talking with uh, intelligence agencies. Hmm. So I guess the agencies don't all communicate with each other, but uh, this, in fact, did happen. So I guess, yeah, I saw where it was a Marco Rubio said, you know, China's doing, they, they floated the balloon because they think we're weak. I think it, they probably did it because it worked before. But uh, what are your thoughts on that or whatever's on your mind? That's what our show is all about here on KGMI Connects. And, uh, oh, let's start with John in Ferndale. Hey, John. Hey, Joe. Can you hear me? I can, yeah. Okay. Marco Rubio and all these Republicans just going on and on about this stupid balloon thing, right? It's like, well, you know, the biggest danger that the United States faces right now from, you know, from as far as China is concerned, is if the Republicans decide to default on our, you know, national debt and and ruin our credit rating. I mean, China's really going to own our lunch then. Well, I, I mean, you know, and uh, I would I would have to agree with that. I think that's the real danger to our economy, and what would really, if you know, we're talking about uh, putting ourselves second or further in line back behind China and other economies. I mean, just do that undermine our economy by saying, "Hey, we're not going to pay our bills. We're not going to pay the debts that we've already incurred." Um, to me, that seems like uh, 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 would be a pretty powerful blow against our our economy and our standing in the world. So, talk well, about uh, like, making us look weak to the rest of the world. Um, I can't think of something it's, more. It's like economic terrorism. I mean, they have, they have the hostages. They're 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 threatening to kill them. And if you know, I mean, I I don't know what it's going to take for people to love their country again. It's just so fashionable to put the United States of America down and call us weak. It's like, I think Biden's doing a fantastic job. 
You see that jobs report last Friday? 500,000 jobs? I mean, just it's, it, it's incredible now that we're, we're moving again. You know, I, I, I just, uh, you know, you had talked about having a get-together uh, where, you know, all the, all, all the callers would, you know, I don't know if it was ever going to happen. It might. But, uh, Bill, Maybe we'll have a Bill picnic. Was, Bill was uh, hosting, and one of the callers called in and, and said exactly what I was thinking, you know. Um, the only safe place to have it would be at the airport because I guess they have metal, metal detectors. Oh, I mean, I, I don't think. Well, I've, the I don't thing think is, right? Be afraid of people showing up with ill intent. Um, well, I do. Okay. I mean, these people who really, really love Trump and know how much I absolutely hate him because you know I love America, so I have to hate Trump because he's out to destroy America. But okay. the thing is. If I was to show up in a in a room like that, I mean, there's people that have already, you know, lied on me and, and you know, said that I said things that I never said. And, you know, people who, you know, well, I mean, gosh, there was just uh, my my good friend Rich was was just saying, hey, why can't you just slap people across the face if you don't like what they have to say? You know, hmm. so that's the thing. I, I don't know about this, this, this get together. Because the last thing I want to do is have charges or have to send someone to the hospital. Okay. All right. Well, if we, uh, if and when we plan something like that, we'll, uh, I'll get, I'll get um, pledges from people on the air uh, to talk about, uh, you know, pledge their, their willingness to, to ensure your safety and the safety of everybody who attends. (laughs) I think no thanks. Well, well, I I think it would be I think it will be a fun and um, entertaining get together and a nonviolent and uh, you know just a just just a good old shindig. It'll be nonviolent because I won't be there. Well, come on, John. But well, we'll see. Give us give us a little time and give it a little thought. You know, do like. what is it? Do like Aaron Rodgers was saying that he's going to take what a dark retreat and ponder his future and as far as football and all that. So maybe just take a, take some time in a dark whatever a dark retreat is and uh, and I'll think about it. Thanks, John. Uh, but yeah. Oh, and John wanted to mention the State of the Union, and it is tonight at six o'clock. We'll air it live here on KGMI, the State of the Union, and the Republican uh, response. So. Uh, Stay right here on KGMI to be best informed. Let's go to Jim in Seattle. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How are you going today? Well, it's very well, very well. Well, uh, I listened to the end of your show yesterday, and I believe it was a guy named Jack called in to rebut my statement regarding uh, Vietnam and being caused by centrist and rightist, not leftist. And so he said that a socialist started the uh, Indo-Chinese war, and they did uh, occupy the French, did use uh, Vietnam uh, as a colony, and uh, Dien Bien Phu is where they were driven out by an army of uh, Vietnamese. Uh, but the main point I'm saying is that France has never been a socialist country, and Western Europe has never been a socialist country. They have what's called socialist, like uh, the same thing exists in our country, democratic socialism. That's not uh, not nonprofit um, uh, businesses producing goods and services or or ownership by the uh, workers. So 
Uh, I got to see it. it says Rene Cote was in 54 to 59, and that probably covers the Dien Bien Phu. De Gaulle, who was not a socialist, definitely not. Uh, he came in in 59, and then uh, centrists, I would call them at best, uh, JFK and LBJ, <clears throat> took over the Vietnam War. Mm -hmm. So he also said that, you know, I'm a Democrat, you know, meaning that Democrats are responsible for Vietnam. And I say, usually if he pays attention to me, uh, I say that I'm, uh, I vote Democratic because they're the lesser evil. They're, they're, they're both uh, imperialist parties, both of the major parties we have. They're both capitalist funded by big donors. Big donors give to both parties. The Democratic Party is a, is a little bit more on the side of the people, and we'll find out as time goes on how. And I think that the final thing I should say is that I, I feel miserable, not miserable, but I feel bad about the educational state of our union where uh, people can call people like Joe Biden a radical socialist, um, whatever, tree hugger, uh, you know, radical socialist anyway, and he's not a radical socialist. And so this is kind of what I get back to when Jack said that, that he said it was started by a socialist. They call them socialists, but uh, they're, you know, Renault, as I mentioned, the car wow. company, they've been a capitalist country with a socialist um, uh, uh, programmer or two to, to, you know, kind of help the people out of the worst yeah. of troubles. So well, and I, I, that's I, kind I, of I my hear what point. you're saying. A socialist is a is – a, term that you is it's a it's used as a derogatory label in in our political yeah. system and it's uh and it, it just can be expected i think anymore that um the democrat is going to be labeled a socialist if if not worse i mean we've heard much yeah, worse also, tossed it at biden and and before him obama but it's it's it it comes with the territory i guess but. i think uh, mark said that um, um, imperialism is the highest state of capitalism. That's never been said about socialism, even though they're going to call the Soviet Union an empire, but <clears throat> they acquired that land, uh, at least the land in Europe, because Hitler invaded and he drove them back, and they didn't want that to happen again, so they made the agreement that we're still living with in a precarious way now, that not one country more to the east, and we violated all those, and now we're on in Ukraine fighting because of various uh, problems, but that's one of them, that right. we didn't honor our commitment to Gorbachev not to move NATO any farther east. So, All right. All anyway, right. Yeah. I've been on for a while, so I'll get let someone else talk, and, and thanks for letting me be a part of your show. You bet, Jim. Thanks for your call. Let's quick go to John and Blaine before we take a break. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. So um, the last guy just said something that is the truth, okay, is, we would not have tried to turn, uh, oh, my gosh, I'm having a uh, you-know-what moment, um, the Ukraine into, into NATO. We probably wouldn't be having pretty much the problem we're having right now. We promised, we made a promise that we would not do that, and we did it anyhow. But the reason I called is because I am so sick and I am so tired of John and Ferndale blasting Republicans and acting like we're a bunch of redneck killers. Let me remind John and Ferndale that it was Democrats that burnt the city, that attacked Oregon, the places in Oregon for, for I forget how many days, attacked 
the law, the police officers who were all trying, all they were trying to do was protect the city. It was the Democrats, the hardcore Democrats, that was that that um, was marching in the streets against everything and destroying America. Not Republicans. Republicans believe in the Constitution. They believe in the Bill of Rights. We firmly believe that we should stay with the Constitution. Period. It's Garvey. I've, I've just it just irked me when that man. I'm being okay. nice. Okay. Well, I would say that uh, to call, I, I wouldn't say that everyone who marched on the Capitol, the U.S. Capitol on January 6th, was necessarily a Republican. Many of them likely outside of the party uh, because they're more radical than the party itself. And same with uh, what happened cool. down in Oregon. I don't know that they were card-carrying Democrats when you got hooded figures at night throwing uh, M-80s and cherry bombs at the federal building. I don't know that those were registered Democrats or that they would you know, proudly proclaim themselves to be members of any political party in the United States. But, yeah. I'm not just talking about Oregon. I'm talking about when they burnt the cities down all over the United States, when that boneheaded, um, what do you call it, reporter, is standing there, well, yeah, it's mostly peaceful, while the, the buildings are burning behind him. Okay. Where they attacked people, innocent people, where they blocked roads. Those were young Democrats. Okay. All right, John. They weren't Republicans. Okay. All right. Well, uh, we'll take a quick break. Be back with more here on KGMI Connects. We do want to hear from you. 360-676-5464. The snow is dubbing in the mountains and foothills, which means it's time to gear up for winter fun. When it comes to outdoor play in the wintertime, nobody beats Mount Baker Motorsports in Bellingham. They're your authorized Arctic Cat snowmobile and off-road dealer and have everything you need for your winter adventures. Mount Baker Motorsports offers an extensive parts and accessories department, apparel for the winter riding season, and a service team for all repairs and upgrades to your existing sleds. Are you working outside during the cold and snowy season? Mount Baker Motorsports has you covered. They have an extensive selection of ATVs and side-by-sides that can be fitted with snow plows, cabin closures, and heater systems to ensure that you can get the job done. Stop by and visit Mount Baker Motorsports today at the corner of Auburn and Iowa in Bellingham, or check them out online at mountmakermoto.com. Mount Baker Motorsports, Whatcom County's premier power sports dealer, featuring Arctic Cat, Kawasaki, KTM, CF Moto, Husqvarna, and Gas Gas. Are you thinking about retirement and wondering if you can even afford to retire? Are you concerned with layoffs at your company and wondering how you would afford individual or COBRA insurance for your family if you should lose your group coverage? Do you know if you or your dependents qualify for tax credits through the Washington Health Plan Finder? Tune in this Saturday at noon to hear Marcia Neal, Senior Agent at Vibrant USA, explain how working with an independent broker can help put your mind at ease and give you the answers you need as you prepare for your future. Hi, Marty Boonster here with Columbia Fire, and every winter we see property damage from burst pipes and frozen sprinkler systems. Don't let this happen to you. Avoid this costly mistake and get your dry systems winterized by Columbia Fire. We work in all aspects of commercial winterization. Schools, office buildings, industrial, high-rises, you name it, we've done it. Protect your property and get your free winterization consultation today from Columbia Fire. Learn more at ColumbiaFire.net. That's ColumbiaFire.net. 
We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects. 360-676-5464. Glad to have you with us here on this Tuesday afternoon. Let's go to Rich in Ferndale. Hi, Rich. How's it going today, Joe? Doing good, doing good. How about you? Well, not bad. The sun came out. It poured down rain earlier today. Now it's pretty nice. Yeah. So our, the idea of having a get-together with some of the callers I think would be pretty fun somewhere at some punt, uh, point in time. But it does worry me what John says. He doesn't want to be there, and uh, he's worried about people getting violent. and makes me think that that's what he would do. So it, it's just odd. I mean, everyone around here I would think is pretty civil. And you meet them and talk to them and find out what they're about and visit, and it'd be uh-huh. kind of fun. Yeah, I think it would be, and I think we've got – a community here that uh, whether we disagree or agree that we understand each other and understand that we're neighbors and right. that we could be in the same room together without coming to fisticuffs. Well, everyone has the same wishes and goals for life and for their life and for everyone's life. The only difference is how do we get there? Mm-hmm. What path do we take? And there are different paths and like you and I disagree on many things, but you know, I want the end of the path to be the same. It's just uh-huh. the road we're on. I kind of think the road goes different ways than you might think it goes. But but anyway, he, John did ask a good question. What will it take to love our country? You know, and I think he was asking about Republicans. Well, if the media and the the government was more honest, like this balloon thing, I don't really believe that there was these balloons earlier on. I, I sent you that one CNN article, and I read some other things. NORAD said they never heard or seen about it until a few days ago. They, like you said, some other agency. So I kind of wonder how accurate it is and if it's partway cooked up. I did see an article from a couple years ago about unidentified objects. They didn't know what it was. So, which you hear that all the time. There's unidentified flying objects, and you know, some of it's science fiction. Some of it's, I don't know, lights in the sky, maybe from, say, Vegas with the big searchlights. There's a lot of things people see and it'd be nice would have been nice to see an article from two or three years ago from a somewhat large size media outlet that said oh yeah there was balloons flying over north america and so far i haven't seen that it's just been what they're saying in the last few days so i don't know i don't know what to make of that it's like everyone's in cya mode you know Oh, it was no big deal because it's happened before, and then they quick conjure up something from two, three years ago that the media never said anything about. And we never heard anything about. So I don't know. Well, I what I what I've been able to now I'm just seeing now this is on Fox Business, uh, Fox News Business. Um, and they quote uh, retired four-star General Jack Keane confirmed the information with a senior defense official that he told uh, Mornings with Maria on Tuesday. So. Uh, he said, uh, let's see, and I'm just reading here as I'm talking on the air, which is uh, sure. hard to do, but uh, he said basically that um, the head of NORAD uh, discovered, I guess, that these things had flown over after cons- consulting with the CIA. They were smaller. They weren't as um, – that they had, and they had sl- flown over smaller um, – geographical areas they didn't float over the entire north american continent as these apparently or this one apparently did uh sure but, gives uh, you a lot of faith in our government doesn't it well i mean stuff can fly <laughs> over i i guess <laughs> and, scary 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, but, they uh, should be on top of that, man. We pay lots of taxes for the highest tech military in the world. They better know any kind of flying aircraft that comes over, especially if it's from a communist nation. Well, like uh, uh, one of our callers said yesterday, what was what, what if it was full of COVID? <laughs> I mean, well, I, I, I thought, what if it had a dirty bomb and they dropped the thing down? It's got radioactive material. I mean, uh, I don't know. Or what if it know. was? It's probably surveillance. I would imagine Let's see, taking pictures. Like a, but a but a a. St- a state actor is not likely to do that because it's that would be an act of war, and then right. okay, everything you know, all all bets are off. Then uh, maybe, but you know, would be more concerning would be uh, well, like they could a have terrorist terrorists organization. Too. Never, yeah, yeah, they might have a terrorist something that yeah. launched it from near China. I mean, we wouldn't know. So we we do want them to be vigilant about this kind of stuff for sure. But now, yeah. another thing, the debt default, you know, and it's you know, it's all the Republicans' fault. They're not raising the debt limit, but. People got to realize that the Republican or the Democrat-controlled Congress, House and Senate, previous to this Congress, they could have raised the debt limit at any time. They had all the votes they needed. They wrote the checks and did the budget for the next nine months, so they did not raise the debt ceiling. So John needs to remember that, too. The Republicans are now tasked with having to allow a debt raising, but they should not have had to because the people that wrote the checks here a few months ago, they should have done. They wrote bad checks, and they knew it. So I don't know why they have to do this dirty game thing because they wanted they wanted this to happen right now because they want to be able to blame it on the Republicans. So they thought, hey, this next Congress is going to be – the House is going to be Republican. We can stick it to them, so we're not going to raise the debt ceiling even though we have the votes now. We're going to do it later and make political hay out of it. Well, I don't know what, the, well, what exactly their circumstance is. <laughs> uh, I mean, why would, I'll have why to go back they and raise the debt limit then. Well, I don't think Joe Biden wanted the the government to be on the precipice of default. Uh, I and right. I, I don't. So why think... didn't they raise the debt limit a few months ago when they passed that last uh, nine month spending bill? I'll have to go to back. Run the government. Well, you know, they should know that. All right. Well, they right. should do. They should know better. This is all po- politics. I mean, it's just sad that they got to do this. This is a story that doesn't need to be it right now. It doesn't have to be happening. They could have already raised the debt ceiling when they had all the votes and didn't need any Republicans. But still, it doesn't absolve – and it's not all Republicans who are standing in the way of this, obviously. This is uh, No, a but few they, now that, they can uh, say that. But the previous Congress was all Democrat. If they didn't – so this story is made. It didn't have to be. They could have done it when they had all the votes. There would be no standing in their way the last Congress, what, two months ago. They could have raised the debt ceiling when they passed that budget. Why didn't they? It's a great question. Somebody that, should is ask. A, that is a decent question. I got to agree with you there. So, All right, Rich. Anyway, Thanks, man. Day, All right, you too. Uh, real quick, let's go to Chuck and uh, – let's see. Let's go to Chuck and Custer. Hi, Chuck. Hey, Joe. Um, this Chinese balloon thing? Yeah. It's not a new thing. In the Second World War, the Japanese tried to fly balloons over here with bombs to uh, set forest fires. Okay. Yeah, and it's not a new thing, and I don't understand why NORAD not been on watch about that, but that's not what I called about. Okay. I called about uh, so-called, oh, God. So-called progressives? Progressives, yes. I'm seeing the note here that uh, Jason passed along. Okay. I think they're all regressives. Okay. Because we've just been going backwards with this uh, stuff. It's it's crazy to me to see how our leaders are not leading 
and bringing us back into decline. So, okay, back into the what? The into decline, into, oh, into like decline. A, a recession, a depression. Uh, but the economy seems to be going along pretty strongly. <laughs> you ain't living in the real world, then, dude. Okay. Uh, we're all struggling out here to just to put meal on the tables. Okay. Well, okay. All right. We'll leave it at that, Chuck. Okay. Thanks. Appreciate your call. And I've got to take a break. We got uh, Majid, we got Robert, Michael, and uh, hopefully you on the line here on KG My Connects. Back in just a moment, 360-676-5464. Boy, have I got a deal for you. How many times have we heard this from typical salespeople? Or you're absolutely worn out from negotiations or having snake oil pitched to you in the finance department. I would like to personally invite you to Hinton Chevrolet where you won't take a bath during or need one after your vehicle purchase. I'll even personally sign your paperwork with you. Hinton Chevrolet Buick, doing business with a tradition of trust since 1947. Located on the guide in Linden, across from McDonald's or online at HintonMotors.com. When you make Spring Creek by Bonaventure your home, you're not only getting the retirement of your dreams, the simplified lifestyle you deserve, and a spacious suite, you become part of our community. At Spring Creek by Bonaventure, new neighbors become best friends. Book a tour at retirementperfected.com or call us at 360-746-2432 and discover what it means to live life on your terms. Come in today and learn how we can save you thousands. Once again, that's retirementperfected.com. COVID-19 has tested our communities in unthinkable ways. In the face of crisis, Puget Sound Energy has given over 18 million in bill assistance to customers impacted by the pandemic, and together with PSE Foundation, gave 4 million in community grants for COVID relief. All the while, PSE continues to lead on clean energy with a goal to reach beyond net zero carbon emissions by 2045. It's part of our commitment to doing what's right for customers and communities. Together, we're creating a clean energy future for all. Learn more at psc.com slash together. The Big Seattle Boat Show. It's the West Coast's largest display of boats, gear, and accessories. Presented by Union Marine and Port of Seattle, February 3rd through the 11th. Indoors at Lumenfield Event Center and afloat at Bell Harbor Marina. Featuring fun family activities and attractions and dozens of free fishing, boating, and sailing seminars. The Boat Show, the Boat Show, the Big Seattle Boat Show. Get off-road, on the water, and into the Big Seattle Boat Show. For tickets, promotions, and parking information, Visit SeattleBoatShow.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Don't worry about your furnace on the coldest days of the year. Talk with West Mechanical, your independent train dealer, about replacing your old inefficient furnace with a train comfort system. Today, find them at westmechanical.net. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for being with us here on this Tuesday. Let's go to Majid. Hi, Majid. Hello. How are you, Joe? Very good. Good to hear from you again. Nice to hear from you. You know, I just wanted to talk about uh, tonight's speech. I'd like to see how Democrats are going to cover up the... um, problems we got in this country by saying economy is good. Okay. How is economy is good? 
we still have high inflation. Gas prices are creeping up again. Maybe a few cents less, but big deal. But everybody is suffering. Everyone I talk to, they hardly have a hard time to put food on their, their, uh, on their table. <clears throat> and then look at our education system. Our education system is going down the tube. We're getting weak. We're not getting weak as far as military. Okay, We're getting weak as far as our education. I'm worried about my kids. I'm worried about my grandkids in the future. Like I said, this is not the same America it used to be in the 60s or 70s. Everything just changed all of a sudden. And then they, they are covering up everything. What about south of the border? They're bringing a lot of drugs. They're killing our kids and grandkids. And it's ridiculous. And I get angry here sitting in my apartment thinking, worrying about my kids and my grandkids, uh, about their future. And then there are other people, there are citizens, American citizens, that are detained in Iran. How come Joe Biden is not doing anything about that? If it was Donald Trump, he would say, let's make a deal. Have there been? I don't say. Well, but yeah, have there, I don't say have, Donald Trump is perfect. Nobody's perfect, right? But, but at least there were Americans. There were Americans detained in Iran during the Trump administration, and uh, they weren't. Their their release wasn't gained by that administration. Um, I mean, I I I, 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 I can understand you being frustrated, but I, I guess I would say, like with education, you say it's it's failing. Um, I've got it is failing. I don't know. I've had kids who have gone through our education, our public education system here locally, and I I think they've gotten a good education. That the opportunity to learn is there. It always takes um, effort by the student and engagement by families. Um, and same thing with I, I you know I wish there weren't drugs in a, among us, but uh, <clears throat> these dangerous things are among uh, our young people are faced with those things. Um, and then they have to make the better, the right decisions. Um, Even in elementary schools, they have drugs. In high schools, when I was going to high school, there was nothing like that. Nobody had guns in those days. I'm talking 1970. And everything was so nice. Uh, we had fights, but it was first fight. Mm-hmm. Nobody brought guns. Nobody brought knives. And, but everything's turning around. It really worries me. The future of America is uh, failing because of mm-hmm. our leader. Our leader is all they're thinking about their own pocket and their own selves, not our kids, not our future. Okay. All right, Majid. You know, that's, 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 what, that's what I'm really worried about. And well, I wanted to. Then we have to. Yeah, we have to then it. we have to. I, I hear you. But then we, as uh, adults, I mean, obviously. And heads of families, we need to step up. We need to do what we can, too, to help see our young people through these uh, situations. I mean, I'm a parent. I've got that yes. responsibility myself. Um, I don't yes. think I don't rely on Joe Biden or I didn't rely on Donald Trump or Barack Obama to, to train right. my kids or teach my kids how to learn or how to be good adults or how to uh, avoid the dangers. I I think that's up to us and but but the kids will be influenced by other kids sure that's gonna that's happen that's the problem yeah yes and that's what i'm worried about 
uh, thank God, you know, my son, I didn't pay one penny of his education. He has 4.0 average, even in college he does. And he gets all his scholarship because okay. he's a good student. I used to teach him calculus and uh-huh. algebra when he was three years old, four years old. But right. you're right. You know, it, it's all about family. It's all about parents. Yeah. But the, unfortunately, the parents are not educated enough to teach their kids and the many, same thing we did. Well, in many cases, that's true. And there are failing households and, and yes. dysfunctional families. Yeah. And, uh, yes. and uh, those, yep, and those kids are right next to ours in school. So, well, and, I, I appreciate it, Majid. And I, yes, yes. I, you know, I, I understand. And I'm not trying to say that we don't have problems or everything's rosy and perfect. Uh, far from it. But um, I think, I, I guess I'm a little more optimistic in feeling that, by and large, we can rise above these challenges and keep going. I, I guess I see more of a rosy future than you do, but... Um, I hope so. All right. You are younger than me. That's why you think like that. <laughs> I don't know. Well, <laughs> but <laughs> when we get together, we'll see. We'll compare <laughs> okay. the grayness in our hair. <laughs> Thanks, Majid. Good to nice talk with you. you. Thanks. Okay. You bye, take bye. care. Let's go to Robert in Bellingham. Hi, Robert. Hello. Yeah, I'm, uh, I think there's an epidemic of negative thinking out there because I'm, I went to school back in the seventies and even in the sixties also. And we actually had drug problems then too. And more people smoked and there was a lot more problems. And in some ways, it seems like it's about the same. It's just a mixed bag. It's like the, uh, glasses that are half or half empty. And yeah, I think, um, well, a lot of the drugs now and even back then, they came from inside this country too. They don't all just come from the border. Well, and you know, about the drugs, and I'm not going to, I, you know, I think uh, uh, fentanyl is, is uh, an especially dangerous drug. It's one that poses a, an immediate, uh, you know, threat of death to anybody who takes it or anybody who is not uh, accustomed to it. And uh, so it is really a dangerous drug. Although we've, since we were young, we've heard this about, okay, there's, you know, heroin, there's, uh, you know, not long ago, methamphetamine was was an an epidemic in our communities. We had homes, we'd hear about uh, meth raids on homes, rentals, and that were turned into meth labs and things like that. Now that's Largely, I mean, meth is still out there, obviously. Many of these drug dealers who are peddling fentanyl are found with methamphetamine, too. But it's, it, it's, it's, uh, it's kind of an ever-evolving uh, issue, as are these drugs. And... Yeah, I think one of the problems is that we, we have had the epidemic of greed, too. I think uh, we can never be satisfied. We have... You know, and not everybody has the same life, but a lot of people will say their life, the country's going to to hell, but my own kids are doing good, you know. And I think when you think about it, it it depends on how you look at it. And one thing I was going to think about is there seems to be no end to the demands that people make, like, no, like a lot of people aren't happy, and one of the things is repar- people talk about reparations for African Americans, but as soon as you go down that road, then 
where does it stop? Because the Native Americans had their land stolen. And there's a lot of, I believe in social services, and, and a lot of things aren't very, haven't been money in the world by everybody. All right, Robert. We're kind of you're breaking up pretty bad, but um, I appreciate your call. We'll uh, we'll continue our conversation uh, at a different time. Real quick before we take a break, Jim is sitting in the ferry line in Anacortes. Hey, Jim. Hi, Joe. Good to good to have you out there. Good as to have always. you with us. Yeah. Hey, I'm uh, so uh, I don't know if I can watch the speech. Okay. Because uh, you know, I my my closest living relative, my brother, we're only a year apart. He's most of his life. He's been a pathological liar, and I, I developed uh, an inability to be around him at a certain point, or to listen to him mainly, because the only time he told the truth is he would tell the truth on occasion uh, when it benefited him. And so, you know, it's just hard for me. You know, Biden has told so many lies that at a certain point, I just kind of have this cutoff point, and then I have to watch and see what they do. Now, the, the first major lie that he said that I'm keenly aware of is about six months uh, into the into the uh, process of running for president. He said uh, he was being interviewed by someone, and, and they asked, what do you think about uh, executive uh, orders and signing executive orders and, and having that be a, a thing? And he said, well, that would make me a dictator. And then, like the day or the day after he was president— he was signing uh, executive orders like it was going out of style. So I don't watch what people say anymore. I watch what they do. And that's why I don't know if I can watch it, because it just, it's like my precious time is being wasted. So Okay. All right. Well, you can listen to it on KGMI. It'll be here starting at 6 o'clock. We'll have anchored coverage. But All right, well, Jim. You know what, Joe? I might do that because in a way that, that, that at least puts some kind of a – I don't have to watch it. I just have to listen to it. So thank you. All right. All right. Uh, well, <laughs> have, a, have a good ride there on the ferry. And, thank uh, you, Joe. Uh, All right. Hope you catch the right uh, sailing. And we'll take a quick break. we got Michael and Tim. They've both been hanging on. And we'll get to them in just a moment here on KGMI Connects. And we hope to hear from you. 360-676-5464. Hi, I'm Tom Connors. Went to Mark Patrick's Hypnosis Seminar. February 6, 2019. Nothing worked before. Left there and never smoked again. Amazing. Easy, affordable, and guaranteed. A year later, with my wife, Michelle, attended Mark Patrick's Weight Loss Seminar. She lost 18 pounds and I lost 43 in eight weeks. It's true. He smoked two packs a day and nothing worked until Mark Patrick hypnosis. Now we're losing weight together, eating healthy, full on half the food, crazy, enjoying exercising. Who would have believed Mark Patrick hypnosis really works? It's amazing. I can breathe again. My blood pressure went down and I've got so much energy. So much energy. Join Mark Patrick seminars for only $49.99. Hypnosis designed to destroy unwanted cravings. Seminar Sunday, February 19th at La Quinta Inn and Suites by Wyndham Bellingham. Weight loss seminar, 11 a.m. Stop smoking seminar, 2 p.m. Or Monday, February 20th at Days Inn by Wyndham Mount Vernon. Weight loss seminar, 5.30 p.m. Stop smoking seminar, 8 p.m. Register, markpatrickseminars.com. 
When you make Spring Creek by Bonaventure your home, you're not only getting the retirement of your dreams, the simplified lifestyle you deserve, and a spacious suite, you become part of our community. At Spring Creek by Bonaventure, new neighbors become best friends. Book a tour at retirementperfected.com or call us at 360-746-2432 and discover what it means to live life on your terms. Come in today and learn how we can save you thousands. Once again, that's retirementperfected.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for being with us on this Tuesday, and Michael and Lyndon joins us. Hi, Michael. Hey, Joe. How are you? I'm doing well. Good, good. I apologize. I've missed the show the last few days, so I I don't know if I'm bringing up a topic that may have already been discussed by the others, but I wanted to talk about uh, Pfizer-Gate. Pfizer-Gate, Okay. Have you heard about that, or do you know what I'm talking about? I don't specifically. I said to uh, Jason, our producer here, that, uh, oh, I suspect it's got something to do with the COVID vaccine. Well, it has something to do with Pfizer and uh, okay. Project Veritas. So Project Veritas had a undercover person uh, arranged to have a date with the uh, person that works at Pfizer, a very very important person, like the head of their research and development for MNRA vaccines, and has a 20-minute undercover video of him admitting all kinds of horrible things. Uh, and so it, it's, it has over 12 million views on Twitter. Uh, it was on Tucker Carlson, but it has not been covered by one mainstream news media source. Hmm. And, and I just find that so, you know, so interesting. Um, that, that so many people don't know about it and that they're unaware about it. There's a lot of new information that's coming out that they just don't report on the news, and, and you're not hearing about it. And if you don't dig for it, if you don't look for it, and you, and you see these things that are coming out, you, you just don't know about them. So I, I would just encourage people to look up Pfizer Gate and, uh, and, and see what it is and what it's all about. Okay, Pfizer Gate. And I guess, I don't know that it's legal at least in most states, to, to surreptitiously, surreptitiously videotape someone and then well, distribute the those, video. Do you remember NBC when they used to do that Catch a Predator episode where they, they, uh, they would have a, uh, some guy that was arranging to meet somebody that was obviously underage and they would show up with a six-pack of beer and some condoms and suddenly Chris Hansen would come out of the back room and <laughs> have a conversation yeah. with the person. It kind of something like that. Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Michael. Well, Pfizer Gate. All right, yeah, check it out. I'll have to. I'll take a look. See what That's I. That's a great, great right. video by uh, Project Veritas, which uh, keeps bringing people the truth. All right. All right, Michael. Thanks for your call. Let's go to uh, Tim in Everson. Hi, Tim. Hey, Joe. Uh, first things real quick is, I think it was a poor choice of words to tell John to go on a dark retreat. Because I think okay. he's somewhere dark now. He's okay. dark, dark. Okay, maybe that was a bad uh, choice of words. Yeah, but <laughs> uh, okay. Hear me out here for a couple minutes. Okay, I think it's very valid to ask questions about these balloons that supposedly flew over during Trump's administration. And the reason I said that, and I'll give you a little bit more information than my email. You had. Pompeo and Radcliffe and Esper and Bolton and today McConnell. Now you're talking about Secretary of State, Department of Defense, 
Department of National Intelligence, and McConnell was on the Gang of Eight. Nobody ever heard about anything like this. And that and that NORAD general, he changed his story. Because at first he said he didn't know anything about it. And then he said, I, and you figure this out, because I can't. He said it was a domain awareness gap. I have no clue what that is. Okay. What I understand, what I would uh, uh, suspect is that, it, well, I'm just... You, you know, you say suppose that, I'm, and who knows? But I, you know, okay. if, you, if you, I, I, I just googled China balloons, Trump administration. Okay, so I got three Chinese balloons spotted during the Trump administration. That's on Business Insider. Uh, we've got it, Forbes. We got Bloomberg. We've got are, um, okay. We've and if got, you look at those articles, hold on here. I'm not done. Uh, we've got I the Hill. When what you we mentioned it. Okay. When I when you mentioned it yesterday, we I read Fox all of News. those articles. Okay. We got Fox so Fox uh, are, business. Um, who can I finish or no? Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. I, who you know. are the original? Um, and this is why I say it's fair to ask questions. Okay. All right. But Who but are see. the original sources of those stories? Go the, ahead. Go to the Forbes one. The, well, Does the, it say unnamed it, and anonymous? No, it is the, it, it's the head of the, the general who is the head of NORAD. Who says that he and, learned of these from speak by, after speaking? And the Seattle Times today published an article about this, and, and once again, okay. uh, and quoted the the head of NORAD, who said that we should have known about this, that this was something that we learned about for, after conferring with the uh, uh, with intelligence agencies. So that's what I was starting to say. That I suspect that it's, and this is not. I mean, I guess what I'm what I'm saying is that. To use this incident as as a slam on this administration that it's you know that it's just completely no, 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 weak no. and in 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 you know I inept. I mean, the th- this stuff happens all the time, and the Can surveillance well, the surveillance happens. I don't want to sit and debate this over and over, Tim. But sure, well, go well, ahead, no, you finish. Won't let me finish. Well, what okay. what you've made your point. You though. go back. You go back and look at the original sources. A. Okay. B. How. And when, how did we, and when did we find this out? Because apparently we just found out something that happened three years ago and it's verifiable. Right. Doesn't that ring a slight bell in your head saying, what exactly is going on here? All right. Well, I'm not as skeptical about uh, what happens in government, and I believe there's probably less communication between government agencies than you would immediately suspect there should be or think there should be, but whatever. I mean, whatever, Tim. I mean, okay, they didn't fly over during the Trump administration. What difference does it ultimately make? Uh, I guess that's my point is, boy, let's go to Gary in Victoria. Hi, Gary. Hi, Joe. Okay, go ahead. What's on your mind today? Uh, Well, I kind of had to laugh uh, a little bit. When I heard you say that uh, the Republican rebuttal will be on after the uh, State of the Union address tonight, because, I mean, anyone that listened to the last six hours of this radio station that I did today already knows what it is. (laughs) Okay, I guess probably, yeah. Uh, I mean, everything is going to be a lie. and don't believe that the economy is as good as he says it is. And then, you know, they'll put their spin on it. And that, to me, that 
I don't know. It's, it's, I mean, like I, as Lars likes to say, I guess I don't have a dog in the fight because I'm up in well, in Canada. But I just find that sad that I think that it's their their thought process has already been so poisoned with. Uh, uh, I don't know. You know the old uh, saying, Joe, that figures can lie and liars can figure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's that that's a lot of what is being used. I mean, and it's, it's, it's sad because people listen to it and believe it. And I don't know why they like believe some of it because it's so easily, I mean, saying, you know, I I am worried about your education system. I got to be honest. (laughs) All right. All right. Well, appreciate it. Uh, I think we can, could we, let's do it a quick example. Okay. Uh, 60% of Americans right now are dying that are vaccinated, right? Uh, I haven't seen the, the latest. Uh, well, remember, figures, like, but... that, was a, that was a big talking point two, three weeks ago. Okay. But the studies were showing that 60% of the people dying right now are vaccinated. Well, duh, anybody with a fifth grade education would know that that makes sense because if 80% of the population is vaccinated and they're causing 60% of the deaths, that means that the other 20% that aren't vaccinated are causing 40% of the deaths, which means they're two and a half times more likely to die. All right. All right. Well, that's uh, that makes good logical sense to me. Thanks, Gary. Uh, real quick, I want to give Al and Lyndon a chance to speak up. Hey, Al. Hi, Joe. How are you? Very good. You got to take on the State of the Union, too? Well, no, it's just I was hearing about the guy that was on the ferry going going, and how how uh, Biden is going to is just such a liar. OK, now I'm sure that that's a Trump follower. And I just don't understand how anybody with a straight face could actually set if you're back, if you're a Trump follower and call somebody else a liar. It's just it, it, it just mystifies me how anybody could say something like that. I mean, I'm sure Biden, I'm not the greatest Biden follower either, but really, if you're following the greatest liar that ever lived, how could you call somebody else a liar? It, 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 it just, it's just amazing to me. All right. Well, there there were counts of uh, the number of untruths that the previous uh, president told. And, you know, it, it, we could do that uh, with really any president and the state of the union once again will be live here on kgmi starting at six o'clock and it's i think we all go into it with uh with our own uh, political uh shading of course you know you you voted for the person who's going to uh deliver the speech you go in thinking okay i'm gonna like what this person has to say you go in uh that you voted against them, you go in thinking, I don't think I can stomach watching this for an hour and a half. And uh, likewise with the Republican response, either it's, uh, yeah, this is this is the truth, the real truth, or it's like this is a bunch of nonsense. And then there's always the clapping, the, the just over-the-top cheering that goes on. It's uh, uh, It makes it almost impossible to 
listen to. But we hope you will tune in this, this evening, 6 o'clock. We'll have live coverage of the State of the Union right here on KGMI. And we'll be back on KGMI Connects tomorrow. More of your conversation and um, more of your evidence that balloons never flew over the United States during the Trump administration, if you want to present that. We'll allow that as well. So hope you have a great rest of your Tuesday. 